Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're learning a little something. There's a piece of advice that I hate. It is, be so good they can't ignore you. Well, I think that's a bunch of shit. Be so good they can't ignore you. Uh, This is the title of a book. This is a phrase that's been around a lot. This is something lots of people have heard of. It's, uh... And as I criticize this idea, I'm not criticizing the book itself of Be So Good It Can't Ignore You or people that give that advice. I just hate it and want to give my side of the story, so to speak. So Be So Good It Can't, They Can't Ignore You, that assumes that everything in the world is on a good-bad spectrum and on a good-bad spectrum that has definite sides. So this is true if you're an athlete. You know, if you're training to be an Olympian, yeah, you need to be so good they can't ignore you. But your goodness can be easily quantified. Can you run fast enough? Okay, you are good enough. (laughs) Do you run faster than everybody else? Hey, guess what? You are so good they can't ignore you. Though there can be gray area in sports too, it is much less so. You either can do the physical thing that you need to do, or you can't. And there are hard and fast rules all around it to let us know which side of the good and the bad spectrum that you're on. When it comes to writing, what are you supposed to do? There's no good and bad spectrum. Take a look at Goodreads. I will look up my favorite books. You'll see like Beloved by Toni Morrison and To Kill a Mockingbird, anything. You'll see it and you will see a bunch of one-star reviews. Is it because To Kill a Mockingbird and Toni Morrison are actually bad? No, it just means that there are people that didn't like them. Some of those people are dumb. Some of those people aren't dumb. (laughs) They just didn't like it. It wasn't to their taste. And they did not think it worthy of anything more than a star. And you'll go to see Fifty Shades of Grey and see people give it full-on five stars. Or whatever other book you thought was an absolute embarrassment to the trees that died so it could be printed. You will see many five-star reviews for all of those. So be so good they can't ignore you. How would that be humanly possible? It just isn't. It's it's just an impossible task to set up for yourself. And for people like me who tend to overthink things and be perfectionistic and already assume my own work is less good than anybody else's, well, be so good they can't ignore you makes me just want to go, well, fuck, I'll never do that, so forget it. Is that helpful? Is that great advice? Was Stephanie Meyer so much more radically good as a writer than somebody else with an MFA whose book sold 10 copies? Probably not. But, and that's not a slam against Stephanie Myers who wrote Twilight. Not at all. Her stuff caught on. The other stuff didn't. But it wasn't because the other book was you know, so bad it had to be ignored. I've spent a lot of my life striving to be the best I can be, you know, work 110% and always do my best and never give anything like, like, I've done that a lot. And for the most part, it got me fucking nowhere. 
nowhere but mad (laughs) that I was putting in so much energy to things that weren't paying off. Now, that's not to say I do shitty work or don't care about the work I do. Yeah, there's lots of things where I still give 100%. But that idea that I have to constantly be the best has done nothing but hurt me. Because you feel like you're never living up. Or if you feel like you've done the best you could do, you've done a wonderful job, yet people are ignoring you, it just makes you feel like either, well, it makes you feel like either, well, fuck those people. Uh, I hate them. They're ignoring me. I guess I'm just not what people want and my best isn't good enough and can start that whole spiral. Or you think, oh God, my best isn't even good enough. And something I loved didn't get the attention and it would get attention if it were good. So, oh, here's a reason why I'm a failure. And let's take it back for a second to our Andrew Lloyd Webber theme of the week. Andrew Lloyd Webber financially is probably the most successful musical theater writer. And is he the best one? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Even if I say Stephen Sondheim is obviously the best, which is what I think, still, there are people, many people who disagree with that. There is no such thing as consensus. And if be so good they can't ignore you were really the idea that went through all of art and culture, well, Phantom of the Opera sure as shit wouldn't be the longest running musical of all time. So there's just no such thing as being unignorable because you are just so perfectly good. That can't happen. In reality, I think it's more helpful to think, be just good enough and do it often. Because going above and beyond usually leaves me burned out, underappreciated, and then resentful (laughs) of the things I did where I spent too much time and energy, where in reality, they never really asked for all that work in the first place. And where I've had more success is when I have just done it, committed to something, tried to not overthink it, and sometimes even did the bare minimum just so I could get something out on time. But I did that consistently. And amongst all that work, I will still have pieces that end up really great. I'll have other things that end up absolutely mediocre and forgettable. Oh well, I'm not making myself nuts every single time I create something, so it enables me to continue. And continuing is really all that matters. So be so good they can't ignore you, guess what? You're going to be ignored no matter what. It doesn't matter who you are, Even how far you get up in the world in terms of fame and money and everything, there will be somebody who's got a real snotty opinion about you and somebody who will not care about your work at all. So our goal isn't to be so good we please all of those dickholes. Our goal is to just keep going so that you're the person who's still there when all the perfectionists have burnt themselves out and stopped after their first brilliant work. You're still there. That's all you need to be. There. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions for me for the podcast you'd like me to cover, I would love to hear them. You can email them to me at amber at amberpetty.com. So if you have any questions for me about freelance writing or writing blocks or perfectionism or making money writing, anything like that, just email them to me. I would love to make it into a podcast episode. And then you can share it with all your friends and say, I inspired this. And I don't know if they'll care, but it sounds kind of cool. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see what you write. <laughs>